Welcome in to the Beast with DP and Haas on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weekends. I am Harrison Arns running the board. We got DP in here as always, and we will be joined by Haas here shortly. He's still getting set up on the stream, but nonetheless, we'll be going all the way up until 1 o'clock. Uh, be sure to tune into the stream, though, because at 1240, we will be switching over to the College Wars series. So if you want to put a face to the voice or continue to listen, uh, just go ahead and hop on the stream, whether Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 for all our Allo subscribers out there. But uh, again, just plenty to talk about. Um, I'm not sure where Haas will want to go with it. We'll wait for him to get in here. But in the meantime, really busy weekend for the Huskers and all across the board. Uh, a lot of good things going on. Um, obviously, Jordy Ball, that's absolutely huge, coming from Oklahoma. Um, and DP, this is kind of your field of expertise here. I I'm mm -hmm. curious to what you have to say. Obviously, she's been to Oklahoma. The way I think about it, it's like if we plucked a quarterback from Georgia, almost like the level she's at. What I, I don't know that I don't know that we have a a comparable in in men's sports to say. Well, maybe if Caleb Williams left, but USC hadn't won national title. So let's say that you know Winston. So. Let's say let's say that Bennett at, after his junior year decided he was going to leave Georgia and come to Nebraska. Mm -hmm. But I, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. I think if Gonzaga had won the the national title and then Hunter Salas came back and decided <laughs> to come to Nebraska, right? Like I, it, it, it's that big. Yeah, and to think that. You've done enough. Uh, it's weird too, because like so, some Oklahoma fans tried to come at me, and I had to shred them. Come at you how? Because I said, "Think of this: that Ronda Rovell has added enough to her program and built it up to a high enough standard that the best player in the country would leave Oklahoma after two national titles and come to Nebraska." I think he's calling. Yep. Um, that 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 would happen that the 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 best player the consensus best player in the country looked around and said you know what i want to go home and going home still requires that there's substance there that the nebraska's program is good enough to house host elevate amplify the best player in the country mm -hmm. It's... And 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 think about it. I mean, that's if a Heisman Trophy winner decided to come to Nebraska after winning the national championship two back two consecutive years, right? And having choices because there was no there was no real discord at Oklahoma. There was no thing. You know, I I I don't want to do this. I just want to be home. Yeah, I, I just want to play home. And at her apex we're not you're not getting somebody that was a fluke or somebody that hadn't done the work the text that i got from athletes on campus was and kyle perry gave me one that, that pops to mind and he said jordy ball 
one of one. She's one of one. Now think about that. Nebraska ha- in 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 the in the major sports, like they've been close to that in volleyball, mm-hmm. right? But that's if somebody from Nebraska chose to go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin won the national title, and then they said, "Screw it, I'm going to come back home and play for Nebraska." Well, Nebraska volleyball has that resume already. Now Nebraska softball has that resume that. Oh, we're good enough for the best. Yeah, there's a foundation there that's appealing. Like, we're good enough for the best. So, mm-hmm. And it changes because there are other players of, of that caliber who are paying attention going, huh, I would love to play with Jordy Ball. got to start with one, right? Right, for two years, you right? Gotta start. You got to get one of those big splashes and I, no, people oh, follow. No, I, I, think that's already, I think that's already happening. No, it's I was just, saying the big splash, there's oh, no, going to be – ensuing that there's going to be more people like no, no. saying they're the, they that. are that the moment jody jordy ball said i'm going to be a husker uh-huh. it resonated and vibrated throughout college softball and there are players who want to play with jordy at nebraska mm-hmm. like you transferring to, to oklahoma is different transferring to nebraska meant that that look you've got eight solid position players and two solid pitchers, and now you have the best pitcher to go along with that. If you are into changing changing your location and changing your elevation, why not Nebraska now? And there are other Nebraska high school players who have gone on to other big programs who now had their head turned. Yep. And I don't know. There's a pitcher from Nebraska. There's a center fielder from Nebraska. There's another uh, third baseman. There's a first baseman. Ronda Ravel has 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 opened the door. It's Pandora's box now, and it opens the it changes the conversation about NIL uh, for women's athletics, for softball specifically, mm-hmm. uh, and then two thousand people jumped onto the season ticket waiting list. For softball, two thousand. It was pretty quick too. Two thousand people. And before we get, I mean, we'll bring Hoss in, yep. but I want to, I want to ask this to you because in the release they said that Nebraska had three hundred and sixty something season ticket holders, mm-hmm. which I would have lost a mortgage payment because I would have bet that it was way more than that, just from the attendance alone. Mm-hmm. But they still had a waiting list. If you've only sold 400 season tickets in a place that holds what, 3,000, 4,000? Yeah, I, th- I think 5, it's, I don't think it's even 5,000. I think it's just short of 4,000. Okay, so 4,000. If you have you sold 400 season tickets, why do you have a wait list until that number is is 3,000? Why? I don't know. Unless they're waiting for something. I, I don't. I. I don't know what that, that one. No, makes but sense why to wouldn't me. you have done like? Wouldn't you sell? Do you like, have open seats? I don't know what you're waiting. You have for. open seats. What are you waiting for? Yeah. So, but we will see. Because now we will see. Um, I will make sure that we have season tickets. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. And again, uh, that's going to be awesome. I, I need to go to more. Last time I was at a softball game was the year they actually won the Big Ten. And uh, it's a little different. You know, you got a smaller field. It's a little more close up in the action. It's actually pretty enjoyable. But with that being said, we'll go ahead and pivot here. We do have Haas joining us on the Honda of Lincoln Hot, or excuse me, the Allo VIP line. Yes, sir. Uh, we got that switched up. So, again, thank you to Allo for sponsoring us and letting <laughs> this happen. But, Haas, how's it going, man? 
Good. Sometimes you don't appreciate what you have until you don't have it. And uh, traveling down south um, in North Carolina right now, and the upload speed of my internet is poor, as opposed to like 800. So uh, we got to we got to count our blessings and, and appreciate everything that we have. Uh, sometimes we have so much and we don't realize it. So with that, first off, happy Father's Day, EP. Happy future Father's Day, Harrison. Uh, happy Father's Day to my dad. Happy Father's Day to all the listeners out there. It's an important day. Uh, not as important as Mother's Day. I'm a dad, but moms, moms <laughs> do a little bit more. But dads, dads have their value. Dads, dads show us who we're supposed to be. Dads, dads are ready to keep us in line. Dads are ready to, to show us how important men and women are. Dads are here to, to pass down all the values. And, and so... Uh, got it. Got to show love to all the dads out there. It's it's a big day uh, around sports and here in Nebraska, we get College World Series in Omaha. Um, again, we were we were out there for Friday. We will be out there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we'll be out there right across, literally right across the street from the stadium. Um, and 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 the 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 event that mm. it's become. Um, I was always curious to see like who shows up right and when right and you think the the biggest crowds happen you know opening day where you have eight teams that are here and they're all in town mm-hmm. right are there t- to your thinking is it to both of your thinking would you imagine that that's all eight teams or that's local people going to college world series games on friday and saturday i'll say it's local because i was that guy yeah yeah every year i was always the first day and i i don't know i was going to watch arizona at the time and yeah obviously nebraska wasn't in it so i feel like those earlier ones it's a lot of locals kind of filling up those voids there's obviously going to be travelers but Uh, i i just i disagree i'm seeing all that well maybe maybe before but now i'm seeing the messages all over the internet Traveling with my who's, who's going with me? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. If you're really into it, you're, you're going. Who traveled the best when you're down there? Did you notice a team in particular? LSU. 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 Uh, so they're leading in the jello shots, but I don't know how well that is for a tracker of how many people are actually showing up. Um, No, it, it's actually pretty fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it's pretty fair. Haas, I don't know if you're familiar, but they do, they, they have the, uh, the jello shot challenge. Where there's a local bar close to, uh, to close to the stadium, and mm-hmm. and you know they track it right that this is what happens. This is who's here. Five dollars. Whoever, first of all, whoever came up with the idea is a genius and deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, let me see what 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 the last number is. Okay, so work from this that at five o'clock yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Wake Forest was second. Okay, Wake Forest was second with twenty with twenty three hundred ninety three. So two three nine three. LSU had fifty seven hundred and twelve. The the Cavaliers are in last place. Virginia's in last place with four twenty four. Then Stanford. Uh, then Tennessee, which is surprising that their numbers are down. Yeah, I figured they'd be up there. They'd be up there. Or Roberts at 1,400. 
TCU with thirteen hundred, Florida with a cha- uh, with a thousand, then Wake Forest, and then LSU with fifty seven hundred. And and now, quick math tells me fifteen thousand dollars, fifteen thousand shots. If fifteen thousand shots is five dollars a pop, like you're doing okay. This bar is having the time <laughs> of its life at five dollars a pop. Like, and they don't even make the the Jello shots; they import them. Oh, they're just importing them. They're importing them. Like, because you can't think about it, what it would take to make 15,000, 20,000, 30,000 shots, yeah, jello you're shots. You're not going to have that And in your store bar. them. Like, you've got to store them, mm-hmm. refrigerate them. They have to be delivered. You have to be color coded because each team has its own mm-hmm. color. Yeah. <laughs> That's just incredible. Hoss, are you, Hoss, are you a jello shot guy? I don't even know if you are. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, it it it's just think about that. That if you did, like now, if I'm, I'm WWE, yeah, right. I count the money there, right? Right, right. That's a ton of money. Think about this: if you if you if WWE did this, and it sold Jello shots at at the arenas, right? But each each fighter had had his own Jello shot. Who who would? <laughs> Let, let hey Hoss, here's one for you. They're offering if they're selling blood if they're selling bloodline shot jello shots. Is Jay now the top seller? Is he the head of the table? How about you have to make a shot every time they change the size? <laughs> yeah, no, everybody's drunk. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's drunk. Um <laughs> Like it's 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 interesting, right? That that and segues are for kids. Um, <laughs> uh, to 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 jump into into where does Friday's moment land? Where does that land? Like, because to me that landed bigger than than Ko and 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 Sammy's moment. It landed heavier than Sammy and Kevin winning the, the, the straps. And mm-hmm. well, I'm asking, well, go against, yeah. but to me, like Friday made me stand up mm-hmm. because the storytelling was so good. And you don't normally have that moment on, on SmackDown. That's a pay-per-view moment. Right, that so would the counter. The counter to that is Carolyn was watching or passing by, because they're packing to, to come down south, and she's like, "You're watching the same SmackDown from last week." I'm like, "No, I'm not." Right. <laughs> like they were arguing and doing the same thing last week. Right. Like, okay, they've been arguing and doing the same thing for a couple weeks now, but it's a little different. Before it was trying to figure out where Solo was. This time it's trying to figure out where Jay is, and it's clear. That it's the Usos and whatever Roman and and Solo uh, want to be called moving forward because there's no more bloodline. So that was the end of the bloodline. Which if if you go back in history, okay, okay, the moment the bloodline ended, well, did it end at, at the pay per view where where Sammy protected Kevin Owens? You can argue it ended there. What this is the thing. I don't know that the, the, the bloodline is over. I think the bloodline may have a new head of the table. 
Because at some point, Solo comes home. And then it becomes Roman having to figure out why Paulie Heyman, you know, screwed him over and put it, let it, let this happen. Mm -hmm. And then Roman tries to figure out his place in all of this. And then the inner fighting amongst the brothers to figure out who, who literally is, you can't be anointed the head of the table. It mm -hmm. has to be earned. Right. So there's, there's, there's eight stories. And, oh, by the way, at some point, Sami Zayn gets his come up it's because he he he's, he's been saying all along and then Kevin Owens is going to be well no I'm the one that told you that this should happen I'm the one that makes it happen because if I don't pull Sammy Sammy's the bloodline's still doing the stupid stuff it was doing and then the battle between all of them because at some point all of them have to get into a ring and work it out mm -hmm. fair Yes, yeah, but I'm gonna give one to you that I know what you're gonna say, and it's okay. I don't even know if it's the best storyline in wrestling right now. What's the what, what, what's what's the what's the best storyline? Last night, last night, cue the CM Punk music, and him coming back. They're not they're not gonna put CM Punk and guys you don't even know what they look like. The young bucks. <laughs> in the team arena, but I can't wait for the CM Punk and the Young Bucks to actually fight. Because the, the pipe bomb that he dropped last night, that was that was A-plus stuff. That was electric. Did you catch that video? Or did you watch yeah, it live? Yeah, it, here's the thing. I, I wasn't moved. Really? I, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I kept looking for real friction from legitimate talent like in order to 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 sell you have to have somebody that's above you that okay. that for you to compete with like take your shot up you don't take your shot down if you're down battling that's like you know charlotte flair coming back and taking on vega like oh that's how you're gonna get over no that's you shooting down that's you punching downward Right. CM Punk needs to come in and and take on whoever's the king, kill it, kill everything around it, and then raise up the young people. That's what that's what happened in every great fraction in in in, in pro wrestling was that somebody great took down the king and then brought some people along. Like Roman Reigns had the to do that. The unfortunate thing for CM Punk in AEW is it's CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, and then it's so far below them, the next person. So the only person to me above CM Punk is Roman Reigns, which isn't going to happen anytime soon. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, if you if you brought him back and put him against Seth, we, we're having a conversation. If you brought him back and put him against Brock Lesnar, we're having the mm -hmm. conversation. None of them are Brock Lesnar. None of them are Brock Lesnar. None of them are Brock Lesnar, not Roman Reigns, not none of it, not, not none of it. You can literally put them any event, any wrestling event in the world, put them side by side with Brock Lesnar and Lesnar wins. Lesnar wins the crowd. He, he sells the ticket. Yeah, he gets the he gets the pay-per-view buys. Then you can go through Seth Rollins, who, quite frankly, puts on a better event. Like nobody pop, nobody puts on a better show than Seth Rollins right now. 
Like they just don't. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I, I didn't understand the whole AJ Rollins, I, AJ uh, AJ thing. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't quite get it. Like, why would you? He has to win the title from AJ. Like, no, really. Let him win it against against KO or Sammy. That would have right. that would have given power and pop to it. So CM Punk, what are you doing? Like, you're you're down AAA balling. <laughs> like you're done, right? Like I mean, yeah, right, you know, right? Like I mean, he's he's Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, you, oh, you hit nine home runs in eighteen at bats in AAA. Okay, now come get this real work. <laughs> so, how do you think that they should have handled the return? The the return one don't don't you don't need to flavor it and season it and marinate it. Okay, that wasn't necessary for this. The great moments are like. We didn't know what direction Friday night was going to go. And then even we literally walked up to the edge and didn't know. Like, we we were like, man, that dude is weak. Jay is weak right now. Like, what is wrong? Like, stand up for yourself, Jay. Like, you're yelling at it. Like, Jay, stand up for yourself, bro. Like, fight yourself. And then your big brother had to stand up for you. And your little brother looking at you sideways like, what's wrong with you? Like, Okay. And then your cousin has no respect for you. And then you challenge your your older brother. You stand up and you say, listen, you've been in in the way the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like I've had to chase you. Now I'm not chasing you no more. And then I'm going to take down Roman with the okie doke. (laughs) Like he hit. Think about how many facets to that turn and twist. Okay. Like, he didn't even flip. He literally just took us on an emotional ride in four minutes. Like, he made us feel everything about him at the same time. (laughs) Like, you can't lead me. You a bad (laughs) follower. Like, then, oh, you just the little brother. Oh, you a bad big brother. (laughs) Then it was, nope. I'm the one. I'm the one. And everybody else says, yep, you're the one. And we all rejoice. CM Punk didn't do that. They placated and they played to the lower common denominator. And you're trying to make him look good. This is the old day of of Ric Flair fighting Mike Jackson, who weighed 185 pounds. Punching down. Yeah, like, come on, bro. That's the thing you do old school mid-Atlantic. This is WWE. Mm-hmm. This is AEW. Have him come on and take like build it up to mystery opponent for the for the championship. I would uh, yeah, if you set it up right. that way, then I'm then I'm forced to be intrigued right. even if it like, doesn't live up to it. Well, th- but then the after effect would mm-hmm. have been okay, now he's got to live up to it. Yep. Right? And he's got to give a performance. Like he beat the king and then come through. But if you're going to do it this way, eh, eh, like okay. CM Punk's back. I, I will say that he, he brought out the belt in the bag and he explained, look, I'm here because I defeated the, the Young Bucks and I'm also here because I never lost my belt. So I need to add stories to it. And with what you always say, I appreciate the stories you like. The storytelling on SmackDown was really good. The, the way that Roman Reigns said, hey, when you were the right-hand man, and you didn't think you could be. What? What? <laughs> you yeah. thought I couldn't be the guy? Right. And so the emotion, like, 
I remember when you said at, at the pay-per-view, like it was so emotional for him. He's his brother's name. It's a joke. Uh, he used his own name, Joshua, there. And right. you could tell, like, the, the lines are getting a little hard. It was getting really emotional for him. And, and, and it's three years of just being on top. And, oh, man, I don't know what this moment's going to be in history. Is this, is this the, the Hogan coming out with the Outsiders kind of moment? Is this the Goldberg going 173 or 108-0 when you beat Hogan? Like, is it those kinds of things? Or, the, or, or Stone Cold with the stunner? And the rock goes out of the ring, like those kinds of things. Like, is it that kind of moment? And that's that's what you felt. And so, that's where the storytelling was, was genuine. You could you could feel what Jay was going through. Yeah, I I thought it was, again, it, it was a great run, twist and turn, great mm-hmm. storytelling. Like again, I, the fact that you actually went outside of your comfort zone. And and told the story the way I mean it's a huge risk to make Jay the guy yeah it's a huge risk but what it does open because we all think at least I would th- imagine that we think that okay the story's not done and we don't know if Jay's the one Jay's just the one this week that could be yeah and I think the brawl for it all is for for all four of them doing their thing and then oh by the way. Paulie Heyman at some point's mm-hmm. going to turn mm-hmm. and send whoever comes out on top against Brock Lesnar and mm-hmm. then and, and then resume that. Like so we know. Mm-hmm. We know that at some point Seth is going to cross over, but we also know that 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 Brock will cross over. Absolutely. And we do got to go to our first break here, but real quick, rapid fire here uh, for a new listener. Probably some we've said this before, but real quick, unknown texter Haas. What is your favorite wrestler all time? All time, Triple H. Triple H, DP? Son of a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> and Son of a plumber. The, our guys got stoned. Hard cold. times. Hard times. You don't know hard times. <laughs> I think it's a good spot. We'll put it to break here. This is The Breeze. I'm Harrison. DP, Haas. We'll catch you guys on the other side. <laughs> 